Internet station. Yeah. 
24-7. You're listening to the hottest internet station. 13 minutes after the hour of 8 o'clock, I just played you The Love of God by the Gaither Vocal Band from the album Journey to the Sky and a very beautiful song indeed. And before that, I played you Jesus, the Light of the World featuring the late Jesse Jackson. May his soul continue to rest in peace. And listen, if you for some odd reason are not a fan of Bill and Gloria Gaither, please do yourself a favor and listen to their music because it is absolutely amazing. They have really blessed us with wonderful, wonderful music throughout the course of the years. But we are here. An introduction to the seven church ages. And as I mentioned previously, that it's very important for us to ensure that we really do understand the times in which we are living and all of that. So before we get to the gist of everything is important for us to lay a foundation from everything that we will be covering throughout the course of the upcoming weeks. And I am not alone in studio. It is a Sunday that is full with so many guests. I'm joined by Brother Charles. He always says that I beat a brother Charles, um, who is a teacher at Dr. Fulyun Combined School. Right, yeah, and he is originally from Makelekit. You're like, yeah, all right, yeah, more, more, more. And yeah, good morning. How are you? I am better. I'm better. I think I've seen worse, but I'm good. <laughs> what a way um, to put it. <laughs> all right, by the grace of the Lord, we are still here. Our oh, glory to yeah. Jesus. Okay, so first of all, a very big thank you for honoring this invitation. It is highly appreciated. I know that a lot of people were texting me for yeah. I'm just like, yeah. this is why you must listen to Reintroducing Christ so that we will plug you, we will teach exactly. you, and the exactly. like. So, I over to you, Nike Tola, and take notes. So I'm handing everything over to you. You can do the most. All right. No, thank you very much for for the invitation as well. It's an honor to present this, um, which is probably the most biggest, if I may say, biggest subject in the scripture. Mm-hmm. So um, before we go anywhere and get all excited, can I just say a word of prayer? Sure. Just to invite the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning that you have given us this privilege to come and share your word. It is indeed a great privilege to stand on the side of the word Mm. and not to explore around the scriptures. We pray this morning that your Holy Spirit may come and help us. Help them that are listening, help them that are tuning in, so that, Lord, at the end of everything, we may reach an understanding of that which you have set out in your scriptures. We are glad this morning, and we invite your spirit. In the name of our blessed Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. 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 So, um, like I said, it's it's really an honor for me to come here. Um, I think just in a few seconds, I can just share my little testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Well, well, um, to be honest with you, I never thought I will come back to radio and 
in this particular fashion. <laughs> this is quite interesting. The Lord, okay. The Lord, the Lord indeed is 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 a worker of miracles. Mm -hmm. Um, a great interruption. You know, in your life when, um, you thought maybe you had everything going on. Uh, doing this and that. I was in the music industry, big thing. Hey, Don Tony, doing hmm. that and doing that. Resident producer, Don Tony. So um, I really didn't think, to be honest with you, that I would be back in radio sharing a different content. Yeah. So that that to me yeah. is is a shocker. But yeah. then I just want to thank the Lord that I'm here, um, and then I'm here to represent Him in the best way that I can. So I don't want to waste more time. Um, I want us to turn to the book of Daniel chapter 9. Mm -hmm. um, we, we just want to make a, a background like you've just mentioned. Mm. Because in order for, for us to better understand what we are going to be talking about, it's, it's best that we bring an, a, a thorough uh, background into the whole matter. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we want to take our scripture in the book of Daniel chapter 9, and then we are going to read from verse 1. Now it says, In the first year of Darius, the son of Azurus, of the seed of us, made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, now I want us to note this, it is Daniel here. It says, I, Daniel, understood by the books the number of years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah, the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why I'm taking this scripture is so that we may understand that God doesn't just work haphazardly so. God has a timeline. God has a plan. Mm -hmm. And therefore, in all of his plan, he set out a timeline. And therefore, for us to better understand where does this seven church age, where does this period, where does it fit in, we need to go back to the timeline and be able to check so that we can be able to slot it in perfectly. Do you understand? So that's why we are taking back um, the scripture of Daniel chapter 9. So this entire study sets to illuminate us in order to understand this mystery of the church. Because I tell you, that many people, and believe me, many scholars throughout the time have missed this. Yeah. Have missed this. So we want to check this out. And God came to Daniel at the end of their, uh, their captivity. And then Daniel, when he saw that it was only two years that was left, the only thing that he was concerned about was what is going to happen to his people. Mm. He, he was not aware mm. of what God is about to bring to him. Do you understand? Mm. So I, I just want to read this scripture. It is very important. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 25 and 26. Now, the reason why I'm saying God, this thing has been hit to so many eyes. But God wrote it in the scripture. Mm. Believe me, it is included in the scripture. Now, the scripture says, At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, but hast revealed unto babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed good in thy sight. Hmm. 
So, so you need to understand that when we speak of a mystery, we're referring to something that God deliberately hides. Absolutely. And therefore, for it to be unveiled, then it needs God also to come in the scene and then reveal it. Mm. So that's why we're saying it's a mystery. And, and, and Jesus plainly says it, that God reveals it himself. Do you understand? So I tell you, you can read the Bible all the time. You can read it from the first page up until the blank pages. <laughs> but if God doesn't come to reveal it, then you are just reading a newspaper. You understand? Mm. So Daniel also did not know that God is going to bring this timeline to him. Do you understand? So that's the only thing that Daniel was concerned about. What is going to happen to us now? Because we've been here and then we just left with two years. Mm. So you can read all of that in the book of Jeremiah, um, chapter 25, 11, and Jeremiah 29, 10. That's where the prophet Jeremiah speaks of this whole set up amen Amen. so um this study also in the church ages it, it it exposes all the doctrines that the antichrist has been putting inside the body of the lord so we are going to look into a lot of things a lot of controversial stuff so you need to buckle up <laughs> <laughs> but but what i love is if you take your scripture, if you take your Bible and you sit down and then you note all the scriptures that we will be quoting, then you'll be able to continue further with the study and, and understand. And if there are questions, I guess they will post them in, I don't know, in the group or our church um, page. Amen. Amen. So that is what we, we are going to look into. Now, the, the Antichrist in all of this, now, when we continue with the study, you realize all the doctrines that he has put in caused the church to go into a complete dark age. Mm. A complete dark age to fulfill what Joel said in the scripture about the church dying, but depicting it as a, as a tree dying and then the restoration of it. So in, in all of this, what I'm trying to bring here is to just hit a few things just to make sure that the platform is nicely laid for everybody who's going to come in. Now, because there is going to be a lot of things that are mentioned. You are going to hear names being mentioned, and people ask themselves, mm, mm. We, we don't see that name in the Bible. Yeah. Why are these people putting yeah. names in the yeah. Bible? Yeah. Do you understand? But, but if you do understand what we are talking about by saying this is a mystery, yeah. and then when we read the, the, the scripture, Revelation chapter 1, then you're going to realize that indeed the church ages is truly a mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just continue. Mm-hmm. So this timeline, God came to um, Daniel. Uh, we're going to also continue with the scripture that we are reading. Mm-hmm. Um, we will read uh, verse 3. So Daniel says, And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God, made my confession and said, Lord, the great and dreadful God, the keeping covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. Now, Daniel continues to mention what they have done. We have sinned and we have committed iniquity. He continues to um, lay this confession that the children of Israel has done. So I just want us to um, go downwards. 
so that we can get to the juice of the scripture. Now, because of time, I won't, I won't be able to read everything. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just try to put everything together just so that it can make a nice picture for everybody. So verse 21, we read. It says, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision, at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. And he informed me. Now, I want us to note. He says who? Gabriel, mm. the angel. Mm. Nah? Now, the word, now, this is another word that we will be continuously using all throughout. Absolutely. Angel, angel, angel. Yeah. Now, the word angel in Greek is it, just simple. It means messenger. Thank you. It just means messenger. Please. So you can have an earthly messenger. Somebody who is a messenger is carrying a message. You can't be called a messenger yeah. if you don't have a message. Absolutely. So there's something that you are delivering. Mm. So Gabriel is called an angel because he's delivering a message mm. to Daniel. Mm. And then we need to fix something also here. There are people going on saying uh, Gabriel's fast of 20. Yeah, okay, guys. 21, what, what, what? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. If you read the scripture well, let's read it. Let's read it so that you can understand there are, there's no born. <laughs> this 21 days in Tonton is, is a lie. Mm -hmm. um, I just said it on radio. It's a lie. <laughs> so you will hear that it's actually a lie. So he says, Gabriel flew uh, swiftly and touched him about the evening oblation. And he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I'm come now forth to give thee skill and understanding. So what God is about to bring here needs this particular two things, skill and also understanding. Mm. So we can realize already that for all of us listening, in order for us to get clarity in all of this thing, we are also going to need understanding. Of course. You understand? Because if we are void of it, then all of these things that we are bringing would not make sense, believe me. So in order for Daniel to understand the timeline, so God had to bring skill and understanding. Mm. So he says now, verse 23 uh, kind of cuts down all this 21, don't do At the beginning of thy supplication, Gabriel says, when you started praying, when you started, mm. ne, the commandment came forth, and I'm come. When you began, mm. God already gave the answer. So the issue of Daniel fasting for 21 days, so that what, what, no, 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 no. If you read well, you understand why Gabriel was withheld to bring the answer to Daniel. Mm. It was not a matter of Daniel praying for 21 days. Uh, Daniel didn't know that what was happening in the heavens was happening. Mm. You understand? But when Gabriel comes to him, he tells him that I was withheld by a prince in the heavens. That's why we, we spent this time. But he says, when you started praying, a commandment from God came forth. Sure. So your answer was already given that day. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. So if you want to fast in one day, fast in one day. Don't bring Daniel into your thing. And try to justify your 21 days mm. of hunger. <laughs> so that's what he's trying to bring. But then we were not there. Um, so verse 24, he says, 
Okay, let's, let, let's continue verse 23. At the beginning of this application, the commandment came forth, and I am come to shew thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter. And I want us to note this word. Consider the vision. Mm -hmm. So what, what is about to be brought to Daniel is very important. That's why he mentions the word consider the vision. Mm -hmm. So I want us to consider this. It says 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon the holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. Now, this entire verse is, is a study on its own. The 70 weeks of, of Daniel is a study on its own. But then we, we're just going to try to pass through it in, in a few seconds. So, Gabriel is saying, there's 70 weeks that is determined for thy people. Now, he's specific. Thy people, the people of Daniel is who? The Israelites. Ne? So, anybody who is not born an Israelite is a Gentile. We are called Gentiles. So, those are the few terms also that we need to consider so that we, we can understand well. So, if you are not a Jew, you are a Gentile. So, these 70 weeks are specific to Daniel's people, the Israelites. And then there are six things which uh, were, were mentioned here. But then we're not going to focus on those things for, for today. Now, he says, Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the prince shall be seven weeks and, th and three score and two weeks. And the street shall be built again in the wall and the wall even in troublous times. And after three and two weeks, three score and two weeks, shall the Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with flood, and unto the end of the war desolations are determined. Now, we are not going to focus on, because when Gabriel comes, he divides this uh, 70 weeks in three parts. In Firstly, the seven weeks, and then 62 weeks um, for Bible readers who are reading other translations. Translation. Three score. Uh, three score means 60. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so it's divided into three sections. Mm -hmm. The first section, which is the seven weeks, and then 62 weeks, and then the last week. Ne? And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. So this is the last week. So this is the verse that we are going to just uh, pretty much explain in, in a few seconds. So he says for one week, ne? and in the midst, in the midst, in the middle of that week, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. So, this 70 weeks is this timeline that we are talking about. Ne? And how God uh, worked around it. If, if Just to understand what is 70 weeks and then the time in years and all of that. We'll just read a, a simple scripture in, in the book of Genesis, chapter 29. Um, we will not explain things. The, the scripture will explain itself. Ne? So we'll just go to Genesis 29. 
9 just to know what is a week because these things are mentioned in prophecy so that's why i'm saying if if god does not bring uh this revelation to you um unfortunately i do not own these things that i'm saying as well um if you want to know don't worry you you will know some other time or <laughs> when i come to, to conclude <laughs> So we'll read from verse 27. We're going to read about the story of Jacob and how he got to get um, his beloved Rachel. Um, verse 27. But then I will start it from um, verse 25. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, what is this that thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve with thee for Rachel. Wherefore, then thou hast beguiled me. And Laban said, It must not be so in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we will give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve with me yet seven other years. Mm. Nah? Mm. So, so, a week in the scripture is determined as seven years. One week. So if you want to understand then 70 weeks, you just 70 yeah. times seven. And then it gives you 490 years. Mm. So in the entire program of God, on what God is going to do, he was going to count 490 years. Now I know to other people you will say, okay, let me make it worse. After that time, there is really nothing left. God has to destroy everything. Now, I know people ask, uh, 490, but it has been, when was this said? In the time of Daniel. Mm. And it has been long. Nah? And then now, Jesus died like 2,000 years ago. And, and you are telling us about 490, mm -hmm. which God has just determined for the entire world. Then, you need to understand it's prophetic, number one. Number two, just like, let me make a simple example. I'm a teacher, just like she has already said. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So in, in, in the whole calendar year, ne, as mm -hmm. teachers, we know we have four terms which we work in. Mm -hmm. And in these four terms, there is time which is determined for all these four terms. Yeah. We don't work all throughout the year the year has 365 days we will die if we have to be so the year it has what 365 yes but in our program in our academic program we don't work all throughout the 365 days there's time where we are working and there's time when we are not working mm. so in our time ne? Let's say we, ca we have um, 198 days where we have to work within our academic uh, program. Nah? So in all of this, when we start with the first term, then we count time. Nah? But when we end with the first term, then we don't count time. We go to holidays. Mm. Nah? Mm. And then when we start again with the second term, then we start counting that time mm. in our program. Mm. So this is how God also has done his thing. Whenever he starts, we have mentioned six things which Gabriel came to speak about. Mm. So when God starts with that particular thing that he mentions, let's say the building of the wall, 
then he counts time. Hmm. When he's done, he doesn't count time in his program. Sure. Do you understand that? Yes. So that is why we have this for 490 years. And it, it is that way, believe me. Now, <laughs> where we are right now, another shocking thing. We, in the time of God, we are only left with three and a half years hmm. in the time of God. We are going to prove that by the scripture now. now. So, so like I said, this entire 70 weeks was, was meant for the people of Daniel, not us Gentiles. Nah? But the ages, the church ages, they speak of Gentiles. Do you understand? So that is why we have to follow the weeks well, so that we can be able to understand why then, how did we get factored in as Gentiles? Do you understand? Because we are called by we are called by many names. When when an Israelite sees me, hey, okay, let me not <laughs> say these things here. <laughs> but then, um, this entire thing we are going to only focus on that last week, mm. not the seven, not the sixty-two, mm. but the last week. You understand, which was determined for the Messiah. Now we we have already determined that uh, a week is seven years. Mm. So meaning, another thing which um, it's controversial, but it's fine. You will go and follow it. Jesus was only going to spend seven years in the ministry. Mm. Seven years only. Now, he grew just so that he can work seven years. Do you understand? But in his ministry here on earth, the first coming, he only worked three and a half years. Mm. That's like we have already mm. determined here by the weeks of Daniel, that the, the Messiah will be cut off in the midst, in the middle of that week. Mm. So if we say in the middle of a week, then it means mm. half of seven is what? Three and a half years. Do you understand? So Jesus, when he began, when he began, because there's a time of beginning, do you understand? We know that the scripture tells us that the, the dove came down and sat on him. And when the dove sat on him, now he told Mary that, woman, what is your problem? My time has not come yet. Do you understand? So in the program of God, everybody who is a major prophet is, set, is given a certain particular time. Mm. And their, their ministry starts in a certain particular time. Mm. And it has to end. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. So Jesus spent three and a half years in the office. And then he was cut off. We are going to prove that by scripture. Mm. Now, now. So I'm, I'm, I'm working through a lot of things. But then if you are following me nicely, you'll be able to, to just see, okay, I'm mentioning that scripture. I'm mentioning mm. that one. I'm mentioning that one. So that we can keep uh, with, within the time boundaries. So the Israelites were waiting for the Messiah, right? They were waiting for the Messiah. Um, there's been many prophecies from Moses to all the prophets to, to David in the Psalms talking about the coming Messiah. So these people have been waiting for the Messiah. But when he came, when he came, they could not identify that he was the Messiah. They could not. I tell you, even Jews right now, even today, they still don't believe that Jesus was that Messiah that was promised. You understand? But there's a reason why they could not identify him. God, by the mouth of Paul, he says God deliberately 
blinded them mm. so that they could not see. So we, we, we can just read that in Romans chapter uh, 11, uh, verse 7. Because we want to bring us. Where, where, where do we fit in in this whole thing? Because mm. the 70 weeks are determined for the Israelites, not for us. Do you understand? Not for us Gentiles. So we want to understand how do we then fit in. Do you get me? So we, we will just read that from the book of Romans, chapter 11. You will just forgive me for, for running like this. Um, all right. Let me just read it. Now it says, Now if the fall, now let's start from verse 13. For I speak to you Gentiles, inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine office. If by any means I may provoke to emulation them which are my flesh, my flesh meaning the Israelites, and might save some of them. For if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world, what, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? Ne? Now we can also read in the book of Acts, where Paul says, now, now, ne, I turn to the Gentiles. Because you people, these things were, were, were given to you. Jesus at the well, um, when he meets this woman of Samaria, now he, he also mentions that all salvation and all these things are for the Jews. Mm. Do you understand? So all of these things were for the Jews. Do you get me? But then we want to understand how do we fit in? Do you understand? So I'll just mention that also that this is a mystery, I tell you. You need to understand that this is a mystery. That's why many Gentiles today don't understand what is happening. You understand? Now, there's a phrase that is commonly used. You understand? Because it has been something which Peter said that scoffers will come. And they will ask, when, what, what, when, when is he coming? Where is the promise of his coming? You understand? Because people have been told, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming. And then it, it became something which just became a statement in you. You, you understand? So Gentiles are still there. But after this study of the seven church ages, you will realize that Jesus has been present in the church. He has been present. Now he says in a particular scripture that a little while mm -hmm. the world seeth me no more. But ye shall see me until the end. So Jesus has never left the church. And the church ages will prove that. That Jesus has never left. You understand? Mm -hmm. But it's a mystery. That's what we're talking about. A mystery is something. A mystery is a secret. Mm. You understand? So I can, I, can, I can keep a secret. And you guys are just sitting in here. And then there's a, probably a bomb in here. And then I'm just sitting here. You don't know. You understand? You can spend 30, 40 years without knowing that there was something actually hid in here, sure. which is going to kill you. It's a secret. Mm. And, and until somebody comes to tell you, mm. you understand? Mm. And some secrets are, are things that can be hid in plain sight. Yeah. Just like in the scripture. Absolutely. God did not hide. God is just. You understand? So he will not do that. He, he, he wrote it. But unfortunately, he has to reveal it. You, you know, he has to reveal it. So in that day, we'll tell, no, I wrote it in there. I wrote it. You see, I wrote it. 
and I also wrote, I said, I, God, will, not, will do nothing unless I reveal my secrets. You understand? Unless I reveal my secrets unto my servants, the prophets. Mm. That is uh, Amos Yay, chapter 3. Jesus. So, so in order for you to know what God has hid, God must bring Amos 3.7, a prophet. And we are not talking just a prophet who can just say, uh, I see, uh, I, I see there's, there's pork in your fridge. Mm. You understand? That's why you realize that when Daniel was trying to, to, to speak for his people, God brought something which is far bigger mm. than what he was expecting. Mm. God brought to him the entire timeline. Do you understand what that means? The entire thing which God is going to do. Mm. So that is a secret. Mm. The 70 weeks is a, is a mystery because people don't know. They just think we are going to live here until I don't know what. Elon Musk coming, explaining things, going to Mars and all of those things. No, no, no. You won't run away from the punishment of God and the judgment of God, unfortunately. So, but when we, we, we are not there. So we're trying to say that the, the, the Israelites could not identify the Messiah because God blinded them. Do you understand? He blinded them. So, now he blinded them for a reason. So that this, this group of people, me and, and the rest of them who are not Israelites, can be able to come in. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to read this in, in, in a few scriptures here. So, um, we are called Gentiles the other sheep by Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. The other sheep. Uh, Paul calls us the wild uh, olive uh, tree, a branch. So we are going to read the book of Matthew chapter 15. Now, when, 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 when Jesus came in this particular week, he came here and then he was putting a scripture forward in the synagogue ne? Mm -hmm. to try and explain to the people what is his mystery and what is his ministry, what is he going to do, do you understand? So in the book of Isaiah 61, this is where he picks up the scroll of Isaiah and says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Mm. Ne? And then he, now let's read that. I think it's important for us to read that. Let's not um, pass through it because it will better explain this last week uh, and, and what Jesus was supposed to do in Isaiah 61. Because there Jesus, um, you will realize Isaiah, um, speaks of two things there, ne? Now, let's read it, verse 1. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty. Mm. Ne? To proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Mm -hmm. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now, this is, this is the verse we want to look into. Now, Isaiah says what? To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Mm. And, then, and then he says, And the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Mm. We are not mourning. I tell you, the Gentiles are not mourning for anything. The people that are going to mourn are the Israelites who killed the Messiah. The very same Messiah 
that was sent to them mm -hmm. because they were blinded. Mm -hmm. So they are going to mourn for that. So we are not mourning anything. Mm. The only place where we are affected in is the acceptable year of the Lord. Come on now. You understand? Yes, sir. So when you want to understand the acceptable year, it is, it is also called the, the year of Jubilee. Mm. You understand? You, you will find that, I think, in the book of Leviticus. Yeah. It is better explained there. That when, when, when people were sold into slavery, mm -hmm. in, in the 50th year, nah, that there, there will be a trumpet that will be blown. And it's called the trumpet of Jubilee. And that will automatically free everybody mm -hmm. that was a slave. Now, it, it, it took away the rights of the slave owner mm. from, from their ownership. So if you then decided you are leaving, then you are free. But if you then decide, no, 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 no. My master is good to me, you know. Um, I'm deciding to stay. Yeah. Now, the, the, you will be taken to the temple and then they will, they, will, they will put a nice, wonderful sign on your ear mm. that this person decided to stay even when they were given what? Freedom. Mm. You understand? Mm. So that is what the Lord was coming to do, to preach the gospel. The jubilee now is the gospel because we are not Jews. There will not be a trumpet that is blown all around here. So the, 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 the trumpet to us is the gospel, the good news that God came down and became man mm. so that he can redeem us who are unable to redeem ourselves, who are unable to free ourselves from sin, from the law of sin. So that's why he says, I have come to proclaim liberty. To take away the, the, the right of the devil from holding us. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. So that is what the gospel is meant to do. To take away that particular ownership from the devil. And say, man, you are free. Mm. That's what the gospel, that, that's, that is what Jesus was saying. Mm. I am come to preach this acceptable year. That hey, you are free. That's why the scripture says, so, for, for God so loved. The world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, do you understand? That is the acceptable yet, the mm. trumpet of jubilee. That you are free. But if you decide you are not going to take the gospel, it is still working in the same principle as that time of jubilee. Yeah. If you don't take the gospel, yeah, then that ear, that particular privilege of hearing is taken away from you. So that when the gospel comes again, it can't free you from that state. It can't free you. So that is the power and the ministry of the acceptable year. It, it, was, it, it is a time where Jesus was going to say, all right, there's been people who are called, they were alienated. They were called um, imbeciles. They were called all these other names, infidels and all of that. So I'm come for those people. Now we'll read in Matthew uh, chapter 15 um, quickly. Do we still have time? All right. Thank you. I'm just trying to lay a nice background quickly. And, and then we'll just conclude on the book of Revelation chapter 1. So Matthew chapter 15. Um, we will read from verse 23. Now, I, I want to emphasize again that Jesus was sent <laughs> to the Jews. This, all of this was for the Jews. 
and he's going to also say it here. Now, in verse 23, he says, But he answered her, not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Now, let, let, let's, let's go. Uh, what we are reading now is the woman who came to Jesus. Mm. Nah, she was a Canaanite. She was a Gentile. Nah? So she came to Jesus. And then Jesus did not answer her. And this, the disciples said, send her away. She, she's making serious nuisance now. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So when Jesus, Jesus was sent to the lost sheep of Israel, he says that himself. Do you understand? Now, there are other scriptures, I think, also in Matthew 10, in John chapter 11, where Jesus uh, makes such statements. Mm -hmm. Now, he then again, when, when, again and again, when he was sending his disciples two by two, uh, because they were, they were part of his ministry. Now, even Judas was there. Judas made miracles, healed mm -hmm. people. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, when he sent them, uh, he said, do not go by the way of the Gentiles. Mm. Go only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So he kept on mentioning that over and over and over. So that you understand he was sent there. Mm. Ne? But there's a scripture in John which then Jesus makes a very remarkable statement where he fits us in. Mm -hmm. We're going to read that. John 10. John chapter 10. Um, John chapter 10, 16. So I'm going to read from 15. He says, As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Mm. And other sheep, now he now puts the word other. Remember he said, I'm sent to the lost sheep. Mm. But now he puts the word other sheep. You understand? So meaning there is other sheep besides the sheep of the house of Israel. He says, other sheep I have. Ne? Mm. I love that personal pronoun. I, I have. I, I, I belong to, to the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must it is the work of mm. Jesus to bring that other sheep. Mm. You understand? Mm. He, he, he did not place it upon anybody to bring that other sheep. He says, I have other sheep which is not of this fold, but I must bring it. You understand? He says, I must bring it. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice. And there, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. So Jesus is saying there is a there is a ministry of the other sheep. I call it the the ministry of the other sheep. Mm -hmm. The seven church ages. That's how I call it the ministry of the other sheep. Because mm -hmm. this is where now Jesus is going to literally bring in the other sheep. Mm -hmm. But how is he going to do that? Uh, we will continue to learn that through through the series. <laughs> mm. But then we're just trying to make you aware that now Jesus says in this whole timeline, 
there is a portion, a portion that is reserved. Because the scripture says the Messiah will not be cut for himself. The cut off will not be for himself, but it will be for others, for many. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So that is where Jesus now comes in and say, there is a ministry which must happen. But now, this ministry is a mystery. How it's going to happen is going to be hid, even to the Israelites, mm -hmm. even to the Gentiles themselves. Mm -hmm. It's going to be hid. So it's going to be something waking in the background here, but there will be will be still happening. You understand? Life will be continuing, but there will be a ministry that is yeah. taking place. Yeah. So we'll read that when we come to when we come to Revelation chapter one, then we will better understand mm. what I'm I'm just laying down here. So Jesus is saying there is what? There is another sheep mm. which is us Gentiles, which must be brought in so that we can be one fold. You understand that? Yeah. So we 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 will just now conclude probably on that scripture of Revelation chapter 1. So let's just go to it. So all of this that I was saying, I was just saying it so that I can come to the scripture. You understand? So that we can better understand why are we mentioning all these things. Because when you, when, when you have an Amos 3, 7, mm -hmm. when you have an Amos 3, 7, the entire Bible becomes a sentence. <laughs> mm. The entire Bible becomes a sentence. Y you are an English teacher. You know this better than me. If you take out a, a subject, <clears throat> sentence is not complete. Do you understand? So people have been reading this sentence, but it has not been complete. Some have scrambled it. This, put this one here, put this one there, put this one here. See, when he's supposed to say John kicks the ball, mm -hmm. he end up saying the ball, John kicks, and all mm -hmm. of that. Then it doesn't make sense. But when God reveals it by Amos 3.7, a prophet, then the entire Bible becomes a sentence that makes sense, that says, I love you. Hmm. That is why I've written this. This is, this is a, a, a love letter from God. You understand? So... That is what we are trying to bring in. That these things, they are hid. Now, let's read Revelation chapter 1. Um, in Revelation chapter 1 also, there's a few things that we will just mention, but we won't go into details with them, I think. Um, the, right now, I will speak like Paul. I see uh, through glass darkly, but... <laughs> but then but then we, we will see the entire picture so now we're just trying to lay a platform so that all the pieces can just come mm. in you understand mm. yeah so let's just read revelation chapter one i hope everybody is following me well i hope i'm not a bugatti um i've tried <laughs> to to kind of squeeze everything quickly so that we can come to our main scripture so let's read Revelation chapter 1 and we'll start from verse 1. Now, it says, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to shew unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Now, when, when, when Jesus came here, when he wrote this, he, he personally wrote this. John is just a witness of this. You understand? Jesus, this is the only book that Jesus wrote himself. And the way it was written, 
if you can read from chapter one up until the last chapter, it is written in symbols. Mm-hmm. You understand? So then again here, you will need an Amos 3.7. Without it, you, you, you can't make out the symbols here. You understand? You are going to make a mess out of all of this when it is so plain, when you have an Amos 3.7. It's really important, I tell you, the people would not understand these things if they had not been a, if they had not been a prophet. Absolutely. I will. We will read now. I tell you, we will read now what is an Amos three seven. I will show you an example of what is an Amos three seven on this chapter. All right. Now, he then says what things which should shortly come to pass, and he sent and signified it. Jesus gave it his signature, mm. ne? by his angel. Unto his servant John, who bear record of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, which is a prophecy, and all things that he saw. So John saw these things that he's going to, to put a record to here. Blessed is he that readeth they and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Then again, time is mentioned. You understand? Mm-hmm. So now, the issue is, this acceptable year, this time of the seven church ages, if you check the weeks, it's not given a week. So, so meaning, it is a time of no time. You understand? So it is, it is, it is time which God is just going to say, all right, when I'm done, I'm done. You understand? This is, this is what people would preach about and say, grace, 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 grace. It is that time which does not have time. You understand? So God is going to put forth this entire program, this space. He's going to put in there and count it by seven church ages. So when those seven church ages are complete, then that space would be filled. And then we will cross over to the last three and a half years, which are left in the weeks of Daniel. Do you understand? So that, that is where the seven church ages are located in. It is a time of, of no time. Where God is working and when he's done. When the last person, when the last Gentile who is ordained to come in, when that person comes in, it's done. God moves over from us, the Gentiles, back to the Israelites. Because he has never worked with us and the Israelites at the same time. When he works with the Israelites, he pauses on us. When he comes to us, he also made a pause, and then he will go back there. You understand? So, these are some of the things that we're just trying to, to mention so that it becomes easy when we continue. So, John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you, and peace from him which is, and which was, and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. Now, when John was writing this, he was held uh, in a prison in the Isle of Patmos, ne? which was one of the places where people who were deemed to be the worst would go there. One of the, one of the testimonies that we know about John there is that they took him and then they, they, they boiled oil, and then they wanted to kill him. They placed him in there, and then... It, it became a jacuzzi for John. Yeah, it did not do nothing to him. Mm. It did not do nothing. You can check that. Mm. It, it did not do nothing to John, unfortunately. Because God, 
John had to write this. Yeah. John had to write this. Mm. So when when there are so many testimonies across time, which when we when we when we say them, you you would really be shocked and say no no no, no you are lying. You know why? Because uh, 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 what what seems to be natural to us when God does something, ne? the reason why we call it a miracle is because it defines nature as we know it. You understand? It bends the laws of nature. So that's why we call it a miracle. So all of these things, when they come to us, they come to us in a way that our minds really cannot contain that. That a, a, a person could be, could be in an accident and therefore um, pieces of, of, of his body are there and there and then a person just brought them together and just say, the Lord Jesus Christ gives you your life back and that person come you, you know when you say such things like yeah. nah those are you watch a lot of magic uh, movies fantasy movies but they happen you understand god is still doing miracles even today you understand so but then john says to the what to this to the seven churches which are in asia mm. now we 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 are about to see something here let's let's just continue uh, and read uh other verses going down um we will read in we'll read verse 10 ne? john says i was in the spirit now that is important john was in the spirit and the spirit here is capital s the spirit of god mm. so without john being in the spirit of god he would not see these things you understand and he says i was in now he doesn't explain how he got in the spirit you understand if we were to if john was to explain that then we will every everybody will just carnally go into the spirit you understand but john says i was in the spirit on the lord's day there is the day of the lord there is the day of man but john says i was in the in 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 the lord's day this one was the day of the lord you understand and i heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet John would obviously say a trumpet because he's an Israelite. Mm. You understand? So, saying, I'm Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, unto Smyrna, unto Pegamos, unto Thyatira, unto Sardis, unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. Mm. So those are the seven churches that there is... Things which John is going to see. There are things which he has to write to these churches. Do you understand? That are found in Asia Minor. Now, we, we are going to explain that as well. Now, now the, the issue here is what God did with the issue of Asia Minor. The letters are not literally sent to the geographical churches. You understand? The geographical point of Asia Minor. Because we just mentioned now that these things are in the book of Revelation. These things are symbols. Do you understand? So it, it does not literally mean the churches in Asia. We can make an example. Now, in, in the book of Revelation chapter 17, now Jesus says there's a mystery Babylon. Ne? A mystery Babylon. So when you hear the word Babylon, you will literally go back into history. To a geographical point, Babylon. You understand? Mm. And then you will want to make sense out of that scripture with Babylon there. Mm. 
you understand literally babylon there but then what 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 the scripture is saying is saying he is bringing a character of babylon he's bringing the conditions that were in babylon he says in a specific time when you see this particular conditions this character prevailing then it is still babylon but it is a mystery you understand it is still babylon but it's head so the churches in asia minor is still the same thing you understand it is a mystery it is head god is saying that in this time frame you are going to see the character of these churches religious things you understand how people lived there their ideas their ideologies concepts and all of that when you see that particular thing prevailing in a specific time span then you should understand we are in this particular church age so that is why he he then picks now he deliberately picked all of those seven places because it's not all of those seven places there there's more but he picked those ones for a specific reason for their character mm. for the condition for how people related to worship and all of that you understand mm. so that is why god picked those places now this thing you 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 will understand that he he would say unto the angel so the letter would be directed to the messenger yeah. so he would understand what god means by all of this and then when you read the entire scripture you realize that the person who comes to John is arrayed in a very peculiar way and all of those clothing all of those features of his clothing and his face uh, being bright and all of those are the characters that he's going to reveal himself within the church ages hmm. you understand mm. so in in uh, in an, another instance he will say i'm 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 he that when he, in his mouth comes a two-edged sword you understand i'm he who is this i'm he who is that so in all of the ages he would present himself in a particular way depending on the conditions of that mm. age mm. so so he, he, i don't want to get into that i don't want to be excited and and, <laughs> and jump into things i'm not supposed to say mm -hmm. just like paul he says I, i was in the third heavens and i saw things which i was not permitted to yeah. utter So right now I'm not permitted <laughs> to add a lot of things. But then let's just read um the last few verses here. But then uh, uh let me just say this. And he says I tend to see the voice that speak with me. That's why we are saying the book of Revelation is huge. How can a human being how can you say mm. that you tend to see a voice? Mm -hmm. You understand? Yeah. It is not also in the laws of physics it's not it's not possible for you to say you saw a voice mm. you understand it's not possible so so john says i saw the voice mm. nah? and the, the the other person who mentions that seeing the voice he says that it it is it is it is adam mm. he says i heard the voice yeah. walking you understand so we know that the voice has to be a person of course it has to be a person so this is the person that john saw and in the midst of the seven candlesticks one like unto the son of man clothed with a garment down to the foot and get about the peps with a girdle with the golden girdle now he says in the midst of what of the seven candlesticks one like unto the son of man so john is able to see that this one is like yeah is like so meaning this person i'm seeing here john says i have seen this person somewhere 
And you'll find that in the book of Matthew chapter 17, where Jesus took them three to the Mount Transfiguration. It's called Mount Transfiguration because Jesus transfigured. Yeah. It's not Mount Transfiguration. But it was, it was mentioned in that way because Jesus transfigured and he became this, hmm. this person. You, you can be able to parallel that with Matthew. You can parallel with this. And then you can also go into uh, Revelation chapter 10 uh, from verse 1. Yeah. You will see it is the same voice, the same person. Mm. You understand? So let's just go down and, and just wrap up. We, we, are, we are almost there. We are wrapping up now. Um, all right. Verse 19 and 20 is, is our concluding verses in Revelation chapter 1. He says, Write the things which thou hast seen. Which thou hast. Mm. Ne? Which thou hast seen. And the things which are. And the things which shall be here after. Mm. The mystery now. You understand the mystery of the seven stars which thou sowest. Now I said I'm going to show you an example of an Amos three seven. Yeah. Now John was given that uh, he saw one like the Son of Man walking in the midst of the candlesticks with seven stars in his hand. Nah? And then Jesus now is coming to break that mystery because he says it is a mystery. This is an example of what we call an Amos 3, 7, a prophet who is given a secret, mm. a prophet who is working in that office of revealing secrets. So Jesus was a prophet of the prophets. You understand? So he had also to tap into that office and reveal this. Yeah. So he, he didn't want to leave it to anybody else. He revealed it himself that this that you just saw, the mystery, the secret, this is going to be a secret. Now, he mentions that the secret of the seven stars, meaning the seven stars, is a mystery. And then he says what? Thou which thou saw in my right hand, the seven stars which you saw in my right hand are a mystery. Mm. The seven golden kettles, candlesticks are a mystery. So the seven stars with the candlesticks are a mystery. It's a secret. God has to reveal it. Not everybody can be able to do it themselves. You understand? So God has to reveal it. So Jesus here is telling us this thing, this ministry of the other sheep is a mystery. You understand? And it is going to be divided in seven consecutive ages. And then he says, uh, the seven stars are angels. Now the word angel pops up again. We said an angel is a messenger. So the seven angels are messengers to the seven churches. You understand? So these messengers are, are, are a secret, unfortunately. That's why I said when we continue, people will be mentioning names. And you'll think, where are these names coming mm. from? It's because it's a mystery. You understand? So we are also standing here saying these things because we also have met in Amos 3.7. We can't be saying these things. We can't be playing around this book. Because Jesus said, if anybody attempts Yay. to add or remove the plagues that are written in this book will also fall on that person. Mm. And that, the name of that person will be removed. Course, yeah. You understand? From here and the city that shall come. So we also cannot just play around this. Mm. The reason why we are confident mm. 
is because we also have an Amos 3.7. You understand? So if you don't have one, unfortunately, you can't play your gymnastics around this book. So Jesus is saying the seven messengers sent to this ages are a mystery. So there will be a person who is sent, who will stand out in that particular time, whom God has given to understand what is happening and to deliver that which is needed for that time, for the other sheep. Do you understand? So this, this is what Jesus is saying. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. They are the messengers of the seven churches. And the seven candlesticks which thou sowest are the seven churches. So that is what we are going to be dealing with going forward in the series. We are going to be dealing with a mystery which God hid even to the Jews. But he plainly wrote it in the scripture. It is, it is, it, God, Jesus says, you saw it good to hide these things. You understand? So it takes God to hide the same way it takes God to reveal. So what we are going to look at is a huge time frame which is going to perfectly make Christians to realize where the church is coming from. Do you understand? Why are we having all of this particular uh, denominations filled in the entire world? Why do we call ourselves Christians using the same Bible, but then we, we have yeah. all of these different things? So this entire study is going to reveal where is that coming from. Do you understand? And the last thing, it is going to reveal that Jesus has never left the church. Yeah. Jesus has never left the church. That's why, he's, that's why the scripture says, John says, I saw the one like unto the son of man, walking in the midst hey, of the seven Jesus. candlesticks. Jesus has never left the church. He is in there. He is saying, I, I know. He's saying, I've seen this. He's saying, I know this. Take this, take that. I counsel thee to do this. Jesus has been there, ever present. The immutability of the word, Jesus has been present in the churches. You understand? Now, you will not see him, unfortunately. You will not see him. If he doesn't reveal it to you, you will not see him. And then he specifically says, he that hath an ear. Let him hear what the Spirit. Yes. You understand? So all of these things will be done by the Spirit. And it requires a certain particular ability, which is an ear, to hear. You understand? And Paul says, we, we are given an ear by the Word. You understand? He says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing also comes by the Word of God. Mm. You understand? Mm. So that is what we are going to be looking into all throughout this series of the Church Ages. So we are going to uncover a lot of things and we are going to expose the devil also that he has been in the church also. You understand? We, he has been in there also. Now, it is called the mystery of iniquity. Hmm. Where, 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 where this guy is sitting in, it is also a mystery. He's sitting in the church being worshipped as God as Paul will lay down in the book of Thessalonians. You understand? So all of these things are mysteries, I tell you. They are mysteries. The, the, the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ in the church is a mystery. The presence of the devil within the church is also a mystery. So the church ages will kind of separate what Jesus has been doing and what the devil has been doing. 
And I tell you, deception is defeated by only this study. Yes, sir. So uh, that is all I, I will have to say for now. Uh, I've tried uh, to keep to time. <sighs> believe me, I've tried. I've ran through a lot of things, but I, I believe uh, people followed well and the scriptures that I was mentioning there and there. Um, I think it will, uh, illumination upon illumination, like uh, as I will say, precept upon precept, word, line upon line, it will come once we, 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 are, we are exploring all of these things. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's that time where I literally run out of things to say. <laughs> um, yeah, but sir, thank you very much. Uh, you Amen. laid the foundation well. Amen. And to to our listener, yo, please pray for us. Please pray for us. Yeah. Pray yeah. for us because, yeah, yeah no. It is a huge work that yeah, is going to be done. Yeah. And please note that this series will be running until mid towards the um, end of October. Yeah. So you can imagine the, the amount of content that you're yeah, going to be covering and yeah. all of that. But yeah. may God bless you abundantly. May he really extend and make you fruitful and may he continually um, teach you what you need to know pertaining to the word of God. That was Brother Charles Mugheshe. Um, sure. <laughs> yeah, no. Amen. 22 after 9. Uh, I know that we have exceeded the scheduled time but there was absolutely no way that i was going to cut everything you know in the middle just for the sake of whatever we really needed to have this foundation laid yeah. and i really pray that um the lord may help you understand what we are teaching because this introduction is vitally important mm. um yeah I used bad English there, but it is imperative for <laughs> us <laughs> to really understand the it. Yes, sir. Before we can continue and all of that. Yeah. And I, I know it's time for me to go. But before I do, I said I, I, I wanted to share good news. And the good news is that the host of Reintroducing Christ, Mbali Mashia, has been nominated for the Best Gospel Radio Presenter at the Free State Gospel Music Awards 2022. So. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. It's, it's by his grace. Congrats, um, congrats. Thank you very much. I, I really am very humbled. It's quite a tough category, yeah. but nonetheless, we do trust the Lord, and we shall share voting information as soon as it's available. And, yeah, we shall continue to serve you great content as always, and I'm going to close off with with a personal favorite. And, yeah, as you prepare yourself to go to church, please... Yeah, just prepare your heart and mind and don't allow anything or anyone to distract you. Yeah. And and I will also share the scriptures that were mentioned throughout the course of this teaching on my personal Facebook account as well as that of the station if you want to just um, for reference purposes and the like. Other than that, we shall meet next week Sunday as I will be covering the first church age. That is the church of Ephesus. Um, yeah, we have... Yo, hey, the lineup, ladies and gentlemen, is just... So please, just pray for us. That is my humble request. Please, 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 please pray for us. And we shall meet next week, Sunday, from 6 o'clock until 9 o'clock. Stay blessed. <laughs>